August 27th, 2020. My bad if you hear it's raining fucking hard outside. Like I said, we're in Central Florida, man, so it's raining all day, every day in the fucking summer. So my bad if you hear that in the background. Um, This episode may not be as jokey as you'd like because it's a bunch of serious shit going on. So I'm going to try to lighten it up as best we can, but you know. This stuff needs to be talked about, um, cause goddamn, bro, this fucking world's in turmoil right now. It appears. So we'll just get right to it. First and foremost, um, not rest in peace. Thank God. I think this is the first, uh, at least documented, serious case of police brutality where the victim has actually survived. So he can tell his side of the fucking story. We don't got to listen to all this bullshit they're putting on the news. Trying to make it, you know, spin it. So the fucking white kid with the AR is the hero somehow. Like, you got to be fucking kidding me, dude. But I don't remember the date. I apologize. But a couple days ago, um, I think it was over the weekend, this past weekend, Jacob Blake in Wisconsin was shot in the back by police. I think they said seven times in the back. And I don't know the full story, as most of us don't. We're just seeing what the videos and what's coming online and everything like that. So bear with me. Um, But what it seems to have happened was the police and Mr. Jacob Blake were in some sort of argument I mean, I didn't see any super aggressive body language, so I don't believe they were in a fight or any sort of altercation, but just a conflict or an argument of some sort. And then Mr. Blake, at a certain point, goes to his car. He starts walking away to his van um, to do something. I don't know if he's leaving or trying to grab something or whatever the case may be you know they're trying to spin it and say he was going to grab a gun but if police knew he was going to grab a gun from his fucking vehicle a i mean being police they would have fucking shot him way sooner most likely but even more than that i mean you can tackle the dude you can just prevent him from going to the car like they literally just calmly waited till he got to the car opened the door and then fucking just i man Fucking blasted this dude in the back. Seven shots. He's still alive, thank God. I've been reading. I guess he's paralyzed from the waist down. So uh, prayers and positivity to Jacob Blake and his whole family. His sister, um, I saw this morning, his sister was speaking at some public rally up in Wisconsin. Um, I apologize, I forget her name, but 
the strength of these fucking women, dude, is unreal. I mean, she was up there not, you know, crumbling or shedding a tear or anything like that, which um, would have been, you know, obviously understandable and forgivable. She stood up there strong as hell, you know, said her piece, um, just trying to gain support for Jacob Blake, which, I mean, makes complete sense. The video is, I don't know what else you really need to see. Um and then as a result of that you know public outlash is going to ensue so protests not that they ever stopped but protests were started to be um broadcasted again they were given more attention and everything just because anytime it follows one of these events that's what the media likes to do when they're peaceful protests they want to act like they're not fucking happening which, to my knowledge, they haven't stopped since um, uh, whenever that was that they started. March, April, May. I can't remember. I apologize. This whole quarantine fucking wormhole is getting insane. Um, but what was I saying? Oh, yeah. As a result of that, people start protesting or... Don't they didn't start protesting? People continue protesting, and I guess amplified a little more because you keep giving people a reason to be fucking upset. And once again, I don't know all the details, so I apologize if it's not a hundred percent accurate. But some seventeen-year-old white kid, not even from the state of Wisconsin, all I kept reading, he drove through state lines um, to do what he did. He showed up at the protest with a assault rifle. And open fire. Um, I know he, or I believe he killed at least two people. Um, one of them, or I, I, okay, I don't know if he killed this kid, but he killed two people, injured a bunch of others. No mask, AR, toting in the middle of the fucking street, like it's all good, like he's literally living a Grand Theft Auto game. And naturally, as we've seen with these cases before, police, you know, they apprehended him the next day very calmly for what I've been reading, you know. Um, it's like, if you don't, there's no way you don't see what's going on at this point. It's either you're just ignoring it and pretending it's not happening or you're just distracting yourself with other things or whatever the case. But you could be a fucking idiot, a numbskull uneducated piece of shit and as long as you open your phone or your eyes and ears work you know what the fuck is going on right now dude not even just right now but you know what's been going on and you see it still going on and it's disgusting it is fucking repulsive um so prayers and positivity to jacob blake let's do a moment of silence real quick like i said thank god mr blake is still alive but as we all know, majority of these do not end that way. Um, most of these other folks have lost their lives to police. And so I just want to take a quick moment of silence for those who aren't here. Like I said, prayers for Mr. Blake. I hope you get better so you can actually explain what the hell was happening. Um, I don't know what the chances are of you having some sort of recording of the incident of your own that you could combat their bullshit with but 
Yeah, man, much love. Uh, but we'll do a quick, a quick moment of silence um, for everyone else. I mean, everyone from Eric Garner, Tanisha Anderson, Walter Scott, George Floyd, Breonna Taylor, uh, Botham Jean, Philando Castile, Elijah McClain. It's fucking unreal, dude. Ahmaud Aubrey, um, Tamir Rice, dude. This shit just goes on and on. It's fucking insane. So quick, do a quick moment of silence. So much love to them. Hopefully people start to wake up, man. I hope people start to wake up, man. So today's the 27th, like I said. Yesterday, the 26th, the NBA and the WNBA are boycotting as a result of what's going on in this country. And I fucking applaud that, dude. Um, I was also reading, I guess, on August 26th, I think four years ago in 2016 is the date that um, Colin Kaepernick took his knee during the national anthem for the first time. So it was kind of historical. I guess that day is kind of historical now. I mean, that's the day he took the knee, August 26, 2016. Then four years later on August 26, 2020, this happens. So... I hope people wake up. That's all I can say, man. And then I was also reading um, Naomi Osaka, a young tennis player, who I had no idea. Supposedly, she's the highest paid female athlete in the world. But she is also a black woman. So as a result of everything going on, she had a semifinals tennis match, and she is also boycotting. She backed out of the match um, to essentially make, try in an attempt to make people pay attention to what's going on. So I applaud that, man, because, I mean, the older I've gotten, I've kind of lost as much interest in sports, but especially lately with the world literally going bonkers, I feel like it's, it's it is a it's an outlet for some people I understand that but it's also almost a distraction. It kind of distracts people from real issues. You know, I'm sure people need an escape from real shit every now and then. I get that because shit is fucking real, dude. But um, yeah, man. Uh, but. What I started to say earlier, um, there was a young gentleman named Anthony Huber. I'm sorry if I mispronounce his name. Uh, but rest in peace, man. Fucking legend. This dude who, I mean, it's he's a white guy. Let me stress that. This is a white man. Or at least he looks, he's a non-black man. Let me say that. He could be Hispanic or some other thing. But he's non-black. Anthony Huber. Um, when he saw somebody in the protest group with the AR firing at innocent people, this fucking superhero of a human took it upon himself to take action. I mean, it ended up costing him his life. So, you know, it was the ultimate sacrifice and much love to him, his family, 
But this motherfucker took his skateboard and started smacking the fucking shooter in the face. There's a photo going around online of the shooter laying on the ground because Anthony Huber knocked him down the skateboard. And he's beating him in the face with his skateboard, bro. And it, I mean, you probably know most skaters are, I mean, I'm not going to say anti-violence, but peaceful people. I'm, I consider myself a skater as well. Like most skateboarders, dude, are non-threatening, non-violent. They just want to skate, have a good time. But this gentleman, this brother, this fucking now angel saw something that was literally the devil in human form and took it upon himself and sacrificed himself trying to help others, man. Um, that shit hit me deep, bro. That's fucking crazy, man. I mean, if he was able to help two or three, four, five people, whatever the case may be. I mean, obviously, some people still ended up getting injured and murdered. But for all we know, this dude could have saved a lot more or potentially did save a lot more. So much love to him, man. It's just fucking... I can't believe this stuff is still happening and with such gore and violence and just lack for humanity and compassion, dude. Like, it's hard to talk about, man. But I know I needed to come on here and talk about it. Um, even if it's just for me to vent, if no one's listening to this shit, it's just so ridiculous. I don't even know how to to comprehend this shit and how to articulate the way it makes me feel. But it's um, it's unbelievably frustrating. And I'm saying this as a non-black person. So to the entire black community, um, to all families involved, you know, I, I can only imagine what you guys are going through. So much love to you guys. Um, like I said, man, this episode isn't going to be very funny. There's not going to be a lot of entertainment per se um i just kind of to i kind of felt like i had to report about what's going on um so here we are man so that takes us to the next topic um just on gun violence and idiots being idiots um first off call back to Episode one, we were talking about Cardi B and Meg Thee Stallion dropping their wet-ass pussy song, which has now broken all sorts of records. Um, I think it's still number one on Billboard. So once again, congratulations to them. Much love to them. Since that first episode and this now episode three, um, if you haven't heard, there was a firearm incident involving Meg Thee Stallion. And... I reiterate, I don't know all the details on this stuff. Only one party speaking out because it's a, a legal issue at this point. But from what we're hearing, what is being told to us by the only party willing to speak up, Meg the Stallion allegedly, or supposedly what it's fucking looking like is fact, was shot in the foot by a fellow artist um, rapper, singer, whatever you want to call him, Tory Lanes. Um, which again, man, like what is happening right now? I was always told, I mean, you don't even raise your hand to a female, let alone hit her, let alone shoot her with the fucking firearm. Like what is happening, dude? 
Again, I don't know both sides of the story. I don't know too many details, so I don't really want to go in depth on this situation. I just wanted to bring some light to it so you guys know what's going on if you didn't already because Jesus Christ, dude. Um, so, yeah, hopefully she, I mean, she seems better now, at least physically. She's healing. I know she put up a video a couple of days ago, mentally still seems pretty shook, rightfully so, and was kind of just explaining what happened. Long story short, it sounded like she was exiting a vehicle that she was in with Tory Lanes and two other people, and for some reason, he, according to her, for some reason, he shot at her out the window, and she ended up getting hit with the bullet in her the heel of her foot. Um, so yeah, take of that what you will. Um, much love to Meg. Hope you get better. I was never a huge fan of Tory Lanez, but until he can prove his innocence, I can't fuck with that. Um, sorry, bro. I can't fuck with your music. That's, that's ludicrous, man. Take that shit somewhere else. Um, cause what the fuck, dude? I don't know what's going on, man. <laughs> I don't know what's going on. Another fucking, um, I don't even know what to call it. Well, first off, another callback to episode one, um, talking about the OnlyFans shit and what I was explaining these females are using it for and how it's become popularly known to the public as, you know, a quote-unquote sex site or just a whatever you want to call it. So... I'm scrolling through stories the other day, just sitting at home, you know, relaxing towards the end of the night or whatever, and I see this chick. I'm going to try to pronounce her name, her Instagram name at least. I don't even know her full name, and I don't care to note at this point. It's Masika Kalisha. Honestly, I don't even want to spell it because I don't want you to follow her after you explain or after I explain what the fuck this chick is doing. So basically, there's a video going around of this chick. Um, she's in, you know, she's she's essentially doing an OnlyFans ad, but she tried to, she's trying to get sympathy and trying to trick people into subscribing to her shit. So essentially, the video is her in lingerie, or underwear, what you know, panties and a bra, and she has these bruises all over her body. Whether they are real from like rough sex or whatever the fuck. Or she, I don't know, is roller derby or something. I have no idea. But she has bruises on her body. And they, they could be fake. I don't fucking know. But in her video. All right, let me, I'm going to read the caption first. <clears throat> this is the caption that she put for this video. Where she's crying and begging you for help. She literally writes, I've been kidnapped. I'm in a warehouse somewhere. I don't know where. I'm so scared. They took all my money and they want more. Please help me. Click the link in my bio and subscribe to my OnlyFans and tip me so they'll let me go. They're coming. With a mad exclamation points. Um... I don't think it takes a genius to figure that shit out. You are living on Front Street. 
that is the fakest shit that I've ever seen in my life. I wish, I mean, I could play the video on here, at least the audio, but it probably won't come through real well. But she's basically crying. She's saying, uh, she's not tied up. She's not handcuffed. She's nothing. She's free in a room, like I said, in lingerie with fake bruises all over her. She's crying to her phone saying, they kidnapped me. They're in the other room. They said, if you subscribe to my OnlyFans and donate $100, then they'll let me go. But that's the only way they'll let me go. Like, dog, are you fucking kidding me, dude? Are you fucking kidding me? Are you fucking kidding me? What the hell is going on, dude? Not to mention domestic abuse, all sorts of sexual abuse, but sex trafficking and girls being kidnapped. That shit's not to be joked about, bro. I mean, I know even here in Orlando... Allegedly, this is one of like the hot spots for that shit. Um, so to see this man as a way to advertise your fucking OnlyFans page, you're gonna lie about a kidnapping, a crime, you being abused, and all this other shit to get money. To get people to donate to your page because you're a quote-unquote content creator. That's crazy, bro. That is fucking crazy. I mean, I know I'm not going to say their names. One of my favorite skaters, his little sister was just recently kidnapped and ended up dead, floating in a pond. Shit is real, bro. That kind of shit is not to be fucking joked about. Certain things I can find humor in. This is not one of them, man. I couldn't, I had to screenshot this shit and send it to my buddy, too. Um... And I'll tell you, man, I mean, thank God nothing happened. I'll tell you a quick story of how I know that shit is fucking real. I'd always heard about it being uh, sex trafficking, being a big issue in Orlando. And people, you know, be careful, especially like down the I-Drive area, International Drive near, you know, Universal and the theme parks and everything. Um, Just because there's so many people and I guess such a melting pot of people over there. A lot of diversity. But long story short... I'm downtown, downtown Orlando, just bar hopping with my, one of my good buddies, Stu, and his girl, Elena, who is from, she's Ukrainian, right? So, you know, she has the Eastern European look. Where the three of us are, it's toward, it's, I think it's the end of the night, actually. We were walking back to my place, so we're leaving the bars, um... I wasn't quite as inebriated as my buddy Stu. So he's walking with me, you know, just kind of walking, talking, bullshit and whatever. And his girl Elena is, you know, maybe five to ten strides ahead of us just because we're in conversation and, you know, just shit happens that way. So she's kind of ahead of us. She could appear to somebody else like she was by herself, right? So... I'm talking to Stu, like I said, I'm not nearly as drunk as him, so I'm aware of my surroundings, I see what's going on, and I'm talking to him, but I'm also kind of keeping my eye on her, I mean, for his sake, for all of our sakes, just to make sure she's good, and I see this middle-aged dude, also looked like he was from Eastern Europe, um, whatever that means, but didn't look American, Um, this dude walks right by her, right? 
And I see as soon as he's passing her, he's giving her the whole up and down, forehead to toes, like looking her up like a meal. And I don't think she, I don't think she saw this because she kind of kept walking by in her business. She walks by him and he turns, does the same up and down, whatever. Like he's literally examining her like a scientist on a fucking cadaver or some shit. And I, I'm watching this whole thing, bro. And then, you know, she's past him, so she doesn't see him anymore. He's still looking at her. And then I see this dude look behind him. So past Elena, probably 10 to 20 strides behind him, is another dude who looks very similar to him, right? Um, So I could only assume they're working together, but just by what happened next, I almost guarantee they were. The first dude who just once over Delena kind of looks at the other dude and gives him the nod. So then the second dude approaches Elena, starts, you know, he's comes with a smile, like he's real friendly, not like hitting on her necessarily, but I could he's trying to get at her in a quote unquote non-threatening way. But I'm 99% positive his intentions were extremely threatening. Luckily for all of us three, she's a smart girl. She, you know, she's like, oh, hey, hey, how you doing? Yeah, we're walking home. See, like, get the fuck out of here, basically. Um, But I watched this whole thing transpire, dude. And then I told the two of them about it once we got back to my crib. And, you know, he, my, he being my buddy Stu uh, and him being in his drunk state gets all, let's go find this dude. Let's go fuck him up. And like, I, I get it, dude. You know, I wanted to do the same thing, but. I, I as soon as I saw that I didn't want to mention it because I wanted us to just make it home safe with her with us you know what I'm saying the three of us made it back to the crib I ex- I told them what I saw and she seemed much less surprised than he did you know I don't know if this has happened to her before or just her being a female or being a girl like she knows and just being from uh, Ukraine if it's just more commonplace for her, but, um, yeah, man, after I saw that, I'm, I fully believe that shit is, it's right here in our backyard, man, so definitely be careful out there, I mean, we all have mothers, sisters, aunts, some of us have daughters, you know what I mean, um, be careful out there, man, we're living in a fucking demonic world right now, as much as it pains me to say that, because I like to stay positive and I try to think that that things will get better at some point, and hopefully that they, you know, haven't always been like this. We've all only been alive as long as we've been alive, so we only know what we know. But, um, yeah, man, I think I'm done. Uh, I'm done talking about this stuff for now, at least on here. I mean, there are many conversations behind closed doors but i just wanted to come on here and touch base with you guys um so i appreciate you tapping in once again this is the k podcast your host kpod um this wraps up episode three i'll reiterate please hit the email the real k podcast at gmail.com the real r-e-a-l k pod K-P-O-D, cast, like when you fucking break your leg, you know, at gmail.com. Honestly, I didn't even check before this episode, which I definitely should have, but I was just, my mind was too 
intent on talking about this stuff because this is happening right now. If you're okay with what's going on in the world, then shit, man. Uh, yeah. That's going to wrap us up. Yeah, that's going to wrap us up, man. Um, We got some guests lined up. Just dropping that on there. I'm not going to spoil the surprise, but we got some good things coming. This one was a little more of a serious episode. Um, but hopefully it was, it benefited you in some way. I know just talking about it helps me a little bit. So one love, man, be safe, be smart, love thy neighbor. Don't be a fucking dick, you know? Um, yeah, man. Peace. The Cave Podcast. That's a wrap. Sayonara. Fuck out. Thanks for tuning in. You don't have to go home. You just can't stay here, alright? Peace. Peace.